You are listening to So Much Pingle. Hold on, hold on. What the heck was that? There's something wrong with that. You're listening to So Much Pingle. Herpetology Podcast. listening to so much pingle the podcast about herpetology field herping and anything and everything about amphibians and reptiles join us each week as mike and his guests explore the amazing world of herps across our planet and now bringing a half century of experience and perspective to the microphone here's your host mike pingleton Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. Mike Pingleton here, and I'm your host for these proceedings. It's good to talk with you again, and I hope everyone remains safe and healthy. And here we go with episode 21. Now, how about that intro? That was Sean and Brandon, two of our three guests on today's show, and we'll hear more from them in just a bit. And if you hear a little bit of thumping and bumping in the background, that's just my redfoot tortoises over in the next room down here in the basement. They hear my voice and they think it's uh, time to get fed. So here we are moving into the last week of October, and it's the time of year when I start to wonder just when the herping season is officially over for me. And so a little herper melancholy, and I know some of my friends out there in the more northern latitudes are also feeling it. I mean, here in the Northern Hemisphere, at least. Is it really over? Here in the Midwest, most of the critters have gone to ground and the weather's unfavorable. And, of course, the folks in the southern states are still going strong. And I have to admit, I'm very jealous about that. And if I'm going to keep the train rolling, I guess I'll have to head south. And, of course, many herpers do just that. And so my mind is cranking over travel logistics and scenarios that might keep me in the field for just a little bit longer. So... We'll see. And of course, there's other herp-related things to do during the season of sleep. Uh, This show will keep me busy, and I have some writing projects to work on. And it's also a good time to fiddle with camera gear and things like that. And I have some uh, flash issues I need to work out with my rig. And uh, winter is also a good time to process images. And of course, there is just no end to to the, the photo curation process. And by processing, of course, I'm referring to the photo editing process where you crop and tweak the images, the ones you want to keep. And uh, curation, uh, for me, that's the the process of backing up both the original image files and the process images. And since I'm a bit paranoid about losing material, uh, I tend to back everything up twice uh, using remote hard drives. Three times, really, if you count uh, Flickr. Uploading process images to Flickr is part of my curation process, and it's been a useful tool for me. Uh, I have folders for every herp trip, which I have organized by year, and I also have a separate album for each species, which you know takes quite a bit of time to set up on the front end, but it helps me to keep track of what I've seen and where I've seen it and when I saw it. And, of course, I also use HerpMapper. That's a big help for this since I also add uh, observation records for nearly every herp I see, but that's another story. 
uh, I'm kind of veering off course here, but the other cool thing about Flickr, and of course that's F-L-I-C-K-R, no E, uh, and other photo hosting sites is that folks get to see your images. I, I mean, you know, what's the point of me keeping all that material on my hard drive? I might as well share the joy, right? I mean, so at this point I've uploaded right at 10,000 images and I may be more than halfway finished. And of course, like a lot of people, I'm taking new photos all the time. So the process gets stretched and extended. But I like to think that maybe my grandkids and maybe distant uh, future Pingles will check out the collection and see what the crazy old guy was up to. Kind of sounds like uh, an advertisement for Flickr, but uh, Flickr is not without some problems. It started out as a free hosting platform with advertising, but uh, that model is not sustainable or was not sustainable over the long run. Uh, And subsequently... Flickr was purchased by SmugMug, which is another hosting platform. And while you could still keep a number, a small number of images on the site for free, you you have to pay to keep more. And of course, uh, I pay a yearly fee now for unlimited storage. And of course, there's no advertising there now. And a lot of folks are not happy about the paywall. Uh, but really, the era of free stuff on the internet is over. I mean, free stuff that's worth anything. So, so I hope Flickr hangs in there for the long run, and so I don't have to move my photos somewhere else. And I also enjoy looking at other people's her photos, especially you know in the coming months when there's snow on the ground and the wind is howling, and and uh, you know helps me to think warm thoughts. Anyway, uh, some updates before we get to our guests. Uh, first up, I've been working on some show-related merchandise, and that should be ready to go in just a few weeks. And like so many things in life, the process has been much more complicated and time-consuming than I thought it would be. Big surprise there, huh? And I'm also working on setting up a Patreon structure so that folks can help support the show, and I hope to have that done in the same time frame. Also, uh, thanks to all the folks who have sent me Herp Jargon material. I've got a pile accumulating, but I still need more, and I still know there's good stuff out there. So send me your Herp Jargon. I need three things. I need the the words or phrases themselves and how they're used. And if you know who came up with them, include that as well. And you can send those to me by DM or via email. Uh, you can use the show address, which is so much pingle at gmail.com. Be sure to put Herp Jargon in the subject line and be sure to tell me if you want to remain anonymous. And if you want, you can also record a video on your phone and send it to me and we'll use the audio. Thank you, Rob Kreutzer. And now you might be thinking, you know, someone else has already sent this in or this isn't very good or whatever, but who knows? So send me a DM and, and we'll see. Now let's get to our guests. So I've had a pretty good variety of guests across 20 episodes, and I get to keep that rolling with my first herping family. That's right. And I've known the Vaught family for years now. They're good people, uh, great people, and they're fun to be around. Really enjoy their company. And on a recent trip to Baja Sur, we all stayed at the same B&B hotel in La Paz. And Sean and Jenny and Brandon Vaught graciously agreed to sit down with me in the dining area and have a chat for about an hour or so. And now these days there are a lot more herping families, which is great. And so I enjoyed hearing about their experiences and perspectives, and I hope that you do too. 
Greetings, everyone, and hello from sunny Mexico. I'm sitting in the Casa Juarez bed and breakfast in La Paz, and I have some special guests on the program today. I'm speaking with 75% of the Vaught family. We have Sean Vaught. Hi, Mike. How are you? Jenny. Hi, Mike. And their son, Brandon. Hey. Hey. And so we also have Devin, who is staying with Grandma, right? He is with Grandma. Yeah. So it sucks to be Devin for this trip. It does. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, it's, it's great to sit down and talk with all of you. Uh, I've known uh, I've known you all for some time now, and it's, it's been kind of fun. And uh, just sort of give a little background. Sean and you and I have been on many herb trips together over the past decade. Yeah, at least a decade. Yeah. And we've been to Mexico a few times and a few other yeah. places. And some fun places. Yeah. And Jenny, I've, I've been out with you. Uh, you went to... Went to Yucatan. We did. That was a great trip. Yeah, I think that's where I got to know you. I think I met you before that. And that that was it. Yeah. And of course, Brandon, we met. I think it's Snake Road. Yeah. And maybe 2014. So mm-hmm. when you were like eight. Okay. So now now you're you're all grown up and uh, <laughs> you're still herping. So yeah. that's pretty cool. So somebody tell me where you guys are from. We live in Salina, Utah, which is a small town in about the center of the state. Very small. I think our population there's 3,000 people is all. So, yeah, we live in a, kind of a nice little area, and we can do a lot of herping right close to home, very, very close to home within a few minutes, in fact. Cool. So, yeah, we enjoy it. One of these days, I'm going to get up your way. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome anytime. And what do you do for a living, Sean? I am... A project manager slash estimator for a uh, mechanical company, and my specialty is mostly in the HVAC department. HVAC, very good. And Jenny, how about you? I work for the city of Salina. I I do uh, the justice court, the court clerk for the court in Salina. Wow, I'll bet that's very interesting. It is interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny when we go to the grocery store and these people that you know I've never seen before want to say hi to her and then she'll tell me later oh yeah i had them in court the other day (laughs) but they're very friendly with her so it's like it's cool yeah it's interesting yeah i I, i've been to our court a few times and one of the facts that strike me about going into the court the county court or the whatever federal district court or whatever it is is that there ain't a whole lot of happy people in there no (laughs) not usually yeah yeah so i try to keep it light i try to be nice to them and no, I understand yeah. their situations and stuff. So lots of people that are anxious and nervous exactly. and so on and so forth. So for whatever reason. So yeah. emotional. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, that's very interesting. And Brandon, you are in high uh, school? No. Eighth no. grade. Eighth grade. Okay. Yes. I, I I can't correlate age to grade uh, anymore no. because yeah. I'm I'm now in the forty seventh grade. <laughs> and uh Hope to make it to 48th grade. Yeah. So he's the last year of or middle school. Yeah. Okay. And you're next ready year, to go off to high school next year. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and you're involved with sports? I play football. Okay. And what do, what do you play? What positions? I play on offense. I play center. And on defense, I play defensive tackle. Okay. Very good. Very yeah. good. And uh, how many fingers am I holding up? Two. Okay. <laughs> so you're in good shape. All yeah. Right. No concussions. We're not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he usually delivers the concussions. He doesn't receive yeah. them too often. 
Yeah. And sometimes. so you're involved with this too, right? I am. I'm, yeah, I'm a co-head coach. Yeah. Which is going on trips like this has been kind of a dilemma for me because I have my team and, and I have another head coach that, you know, is with me, but he's, he's handling the duties while I'm gone. And unfortunately for Brandon, he's during this trip, we're missing two games. Yeah. But I've been with these boys that I've, I've been coaching Brandon and most of the boys that are on our team now uh, since they were in second grade. So wow. I've coached with yeah pretty much six years okay. with the same, almost the same group, at least, you know, 70% of them. Wow. Do they still all have their arms and legs? And they do. Yeah. And I, and I think most of them could probably be able to tell me how many fingers I'm holding up <laughs> at any given time. Most of the time. Well, that's, a, that's pretty cool. So it's been a real yeah. treat for you to, to hang out with. And yeah, yell at, yell at boys, him. Man. And you get to yell at him on the field. And get I away do. I, I get to yell at a lot of kids. And at the end of the day, they love me still. So, I mean, it's just as well that I love them as well. They're, they're my boys. That's awesome. I yell at a lot of kids, but usually for getting on my lawn. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that happens when you get to that age. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When you reach a certain age. Yeah. That's, that's something I look forward to getting to is that age that I can yell at neighbors and kids and, <laughs> and they just go, oh, that's just crazy bot again. Yeah. <laughs> crazy old man bot. Yeah. yeah. So here we are in beautiful downtown La Paz and we, we had a nice place to stay and, and um, we've been out uh, on a herping trip down here in Southern Baja, California. And uh, I've been having a good time. How about you guys? Definitely. Oh, fantastic. I love, I love this area. I yeah. love being out with a group of, you know, like-minded people and, with different backgrounds, personalities, and, and gelling with them and just experience life, living it to the fullest, definitely. And what it's, what's it been like for you, Jenny? Oh, I love it. Just seeing different places and, and this whole group of people that we're with, they're family. And so yeah. it, it's great. Definitely a family. Yeah, sure. How about you, young fella? Yeah, it's really cool. Like, it's cool how you can drive from Cabo up to, like, San Rosalia and the scenery changes so much. In Cabo, it's all green and everywhere, and then it just progressively gets drier and drier. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crispy. But you find the same species in both places. Similar anyway, yeah. yeah. Very similar. So what's your, uh, give me some of your top finds from this, this trip. Ooh, probably some of my top finds were, I always love the speckled rattlesnakes, so the different faces we've seen, they're all so cool. Yeah. And I also really liked finding this with Hawkeyes. Ah, the barefoot gecko. Yes. Coleonyx swataki. Yeah. Yeah. They were really You cool. say swataki, I say swataki. <laughs> okay. It's like yeah. ketchup and ketchup. Yeah. yeah. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> and so you, uh, you've seen two. You saw one that kind of dived down and got away from you. Yeah. And then uh, you uh, got a second chance to yeah. get your hands on one. And you got a, a neonate. Yeah, it was very swataki. cool. It looks yeah. like snowflake obsidian. If you know what that is, it's obsidian it's a black rock with a bunch of white spots all over it it was very cool wow so you managed to get that one in hand so we could uh take some photos yep and everybody and share it with everybody else so that yeah. was that was definitely a highlight yeah, that was for, awesome for many people and there's uh you don't know it but there's a lot of people listening to this right now that are, are really jealous of you <laughs> oh okay <laughs> for your experience so. <laughs> yeah so let's talk a little bit about you, you guys do a lot of trips as a family and you go herping and you do some other cool stuff. But uh, I don't know how did all this get started. Uh, were you a herper when, when you married Jenny? Or? Yes. Yes. I 
I had always since uh, the very my very first experience with uh, with a lizard actually was when I lived in a house and my parents they had just built a house in a uh, new development and it was near a gravel pit and it, it had been just a, an area that was covered you know in flat sagebrush and everything but I remember being out in the yard playing and I was I mean honestly I was three years old and. Uh, my dad called me over and, and said, look in our flower bed. And then we had these little um, shrubs that they had planted. And there was a lizard underneath the shrub. And I mean, just like a light bulb or something went on inside me that I, you know, at, at that point, I remember thinking I was just so fascinated. I was like, this is like a little dinosaur, a little dragon. And, and in my mind, that's, that's what it was at that age. So that was my first experience with a herb of any kind that I can remember at all. And shortly after that, we took a trip as a family to Florida and saw alligators and we went to the Everglades and, and my mom almost stepped on a, I'm sure it was a black racer, but it was a black snake. She's terrified of them still to this day, doesn't like them. Um, but something happened inside me that okay. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So it went from there and one event to the next throughout my early, you know, uh, development, developmental years i just it grew and grew um by the time i was some would say fester but we yeah, like yeah, to say fester. It, grew. it grew's better yeah. <laughs> some some others would definitely say fester so yeah I, I remember my aunt she lived in a house and she had a, a irrigation ditch that went on two sides of her property and and there was a garter snake den a wandering garter snake den on her property and she was terrified of them as well but i would she watched me why my mother worked a lot and uh, I would just go outside and I'd spend the whole day until my mom would come to get me looking for uh, garter snakes and, and catching them and releasing them and just really enjoyed it and I mean that just grew into what it is today and now actually going abroad and finding things that I've always wanted to see and just continuing the dream for me anyway. Very good and so Jenny did you do you weren't involved in any of this until really you met John? Yeah, I had no idea. It wasn't part of my my world growing up. Did he hide it from you until? No, you, no, you guys it was were inseparable. Oh, it was right <laughs> off. It was very good. So a lot of people don't know. Go ahead. To I'm do sorry, together, yeah. yeah. a lot of people don't know, but me and Jenny have been together since well, I was fifteen and she was fourteen years old. Oh, so we've been together for a lot of years. But the first time she came over to my house was a year before we actually started. You know dating i guess you would call it it wasn't really dating at that age but she was probably 13 years old and i was 14 and she came into my room and i had a couple snakes in cages and some frogs and she was kind of horrified to be honest with you that her <laughs> first impression was like what is wrong with you and i i didn't have a good answer for that and i still don't but uh yeah she's she jumped on board and slowly over the years she's embraced it i think i enjoy it really yeah enjoy it now so if, what is, what's your takeaway from it? I, I, I mean, you're, uh, everybody's sort of at different levels with this. And, and I know you're not just getting dragged around. You're, you're into the, the whole experience. I do. I enjoy it. I, I like the family part of it, that we can all go as a family, that we all enjoy it. It's something that we do together. Um, I enjoy traveling. So to go see all these different places. My favorite part, I think, though, is, is to go outside of the touristy places. And to be able to go up into the mountains and go to places that you would never go to if you were just a tourist to come to 
to different places yeah. in the world. So yeah, I remember we went we went to the Yucatan uh, a few years ago, and that was sort of outside the box in many ways. But we also did a few touristy things, including go out and look for whale sharks. And that, that was kind of that's, that's the uh, what do you call it, the side benefit of herping. Sometimes oh, yes. there's other adventures that you can you can do because you happen to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah. I chummed for fish most of that well sharking experience, <laughs> but I enjoyed it nonetheless. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Except for my Charlie horse. That was not that was not cool. That was not cool. Yeah. And for those of you listening, when we we took a fishing panga about for about three hours out into uh off the north coast of, of uh Yucatan near uh Ila Holbosh and uh went out to see whale sharks and it Choppy waters and a fishing boat, wham, 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 just bouncing up and down on that boat for three hours. Yeah. We got out there and they put you, maneuver you so you can get in the water at, right in front of the whale sharks and, and get up, you know, snorkel with them and stuff. And then as soon as I went over the side, because I've been sitting on my, on that hard boat for three hours, the first thing that happened is I had a huge Charlie horse. You know, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I, I can't move. I'm flailing around in the water, screaming for help and stuff. But they uh, managed to get me aboard. And I did manage to see the whale sharks. But the, yeah. uh, I think a couple other people were rather nauseous from sick. the experience. Yeah, but I did. But it was still fun. We had I a- still jumped in and I, I swam with them. It was fantastic. It was on my bucket list and it still ranks one of the highest things, the best things that I think I've done. And you enjoy, enjoyed yourself as well? Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. I remember when I jumped in. I had the guide right next to me and I jumped in and the whale shark was coming at us and he yanked on my hand and I looked over and two big, huge manta rays were swimming together right next to it. So that whole experience with the whale shark and the two, it was just something you don't forget. It's just amazing. Etched on your brain. Absolutely. Those those manta rays are way bigger than you think. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, they're big, but they're like a Volkswagen bug swimming in the ocean. Yeah. It was amazing. And so, Brandon, you're you're kind of dragged into this by by relation. You yeah. come into a herping family, so mm-hmm. you either is one or you isn't one, and you is one. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and so when you were eight years old, seven or eight years old, you were still getting into it and thought it was pretty cool and enjoyed the trips and and so on and so forth. Yeah, when we went to Snake Road, I remember when we we were hiking a different area. There was some train tracks, and we were hiking up the tracks, looking for turtles and marbled salamanders. And there was a train coming. So we had to run way down the tracks and jump off. Like, I don't know, how, how tall was it, do you think, Dad? Um, we, yeah, we jumped. It was, it was a good 12-foot fall, probably. Yeah. From, was, the, from the bridge there? Yeah. yeah. I remember what, what, you were with us. There was, there, we come around that corner on that bridge and we're like, man, this would be a bad time for a train to come. And then all of a sudden there you'd was. hear the hum of the track and, and then the, right around the corner, it's coming, but it's just blaring its horn and we're all oh, crap. We knew we couldn't run towards it to get off the bridge. We were about dead center. And so we turned and we ran back and, and I grabbed Brandon's hand. And at, at one point, and when we got to where there was land, uh, on the side of us and it was a fairly good drop i just i grabbed him and jumped and we went down and yeah <laughs> it's yeah. fine it was good <laughs> yeah it's another one of those experiences that you know oh, yeah. you don't you don't forget and it's just part of the it's just part of the herping experience <laughs> yeah. Some, something like a movie uh-huh. yeah it is it's it like was. stand by yeah. me stand by me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah we did find a marble salamander up there though it was really cool well that's the most important thing 
and a couple of ribbon snakes. And yeah, that was that was a pretty cool trip. It was good to meet you, and it's always it's always cool to hang out with the young folks that getting into it and they're seeing a lot of stuff for the first time, and, and you get to experience their first experiences with things like marble salamanders, which yeah, are cool. the coolest salamanders. Yeah, they, awesome. they are, in my opinion, as well. Yeah, they all love. Yeah, Brandon, I mean, you get, you get to the certain point where he's eight and he's really interested and he's asking lots and lots of questions. And then all of a sudden, I go to look for my books and my books are always missing. <laughs> and uh, I can always find them in Brandon's room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I still steal some. He, is, he absorbs a lot of info. And he, I mean, he's not just a tag along as far as a herper's concerned or just I'm doing it because dad's doing it. He's, he's gone his own now. I mean, he's. He's doing his own thing, and he's got his own interests on on the herbs. I mean, some of the ones that that he really wants to find. And sometimes he'll bring them up to me and be like, "Hey, I want to find this," and I'll be like, "I can't believe you, even if you know that you're aware of this thing." And, <laughs> and, and so he has awesome. his own camera, and he does. Yeah, he yeah. has his own camera. He takes fantastic pictures. He's got an eye for it. He, you know, his the angle and all the things that he does is he does it really well. I mean, he's he's a herper. Yeah, he's not just dad's tag along he's definitely a herper in his own right yeah yeah and and that's how we treat him yeah and, and yeah and everybody treats him that way but yeah he's very knowledgeable sometimes he'll throw out some scientific names and i'll be like i'm not gonna let him know i have no idea what the heck he's talking about <laughs> but but uh yeah but i know all about that uh, and you know over there looking to see well, what is what is this and then i'll be wow he even knows you know if he'll bring up a you know, animals, uh, scientific names of reptiles that are not, you know, native to, I, I, most of the stuff I know is native in the United States as far as scientific names into Central America and a little bit into South America. But I mean, he, he's very fluent with a lot of that beyond me. He's, he's surpassed me in that part of his knowledge for sure. He's a, he absorbs it. Yeah. So Brandon, what's your, what's your, uh, main, is it snakes and, and so on and so forth? Yeah. I, I mostly like snakes. I really like a lot of lizards, though, like some of the larger lizards, like the gila's and beetles, like those, the venomous lizards are very cool. And I like geckos and those kind of things. And if right now money was no money and time in school were no object, where would you go? Well, where do you want to go? Oh, man. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Okay. That's, I'd have to say Costa Rica. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys have been to Costa Rica. I have not, and that That's is that is list. a bucket list item. Okay, we've been a lot of places, but that one's always been one that we push off to next year, and I, I think we're going to have to do it in the next two years for sure. Yeah, I, I've never been either, and, yeah. and and you know it feels weird. It's like because everybody goes to Costa Rica. right, and maybe that's kind of the reason why I haven't gone. I, I don't know if that is or not, but yeah, we've gone some places that are pretty obscure. Uh, compared to that, <laughs> you know. Yes, they and, have. And very Costa Rica, in my mind, is very touristy herping, tourist herping. Yeah. And and that's interesting, and, and I'd like to do that, too, because um, there's definitely an appeal there. But I, I'm drawn more to the the wild side a little bit. Outskirts, yeah, where I, you usually go. I do like that, so, for sure. So do you guys get out around Utah? We do. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Even Quite when Sean's working, Brandon will ask me to take him out, and we, we go find trails and go hiking and see what we can find. Jenny will take him road cruising on her own mm -hmm. um, without me. Great. And it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 
some days I get home from work and Brandon, he wants me to take him out. And man, I'm just exhausted. I, I don't. So then the next day he's got Jenny out right as she gets off of work and he's, she's We're out there taking him. And and <laughs> I and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He knows he comes and asks me usually a lot of times first. And then if I, if I say no, he's on, he's over to mom. Mom, will you take me hurt me? It's pretty cool. Yeah. You are a lucky kid. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I could be wrong, but I think there's an interesting story about your honeymoon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is. So, and I want to hear, and I want to hear Jenny's side of this. I, I want, I want Jenny to tell it. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when we were trying, you know, we were we were newlyweds and we were young, and we were trying to think of something inexpensive that we could do for his honeymoon because we didn't have a lot of money then. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, we got to come up, we got to go someplace that's we have a good chance of seeing some cool stuff that I wanted to see. <laughs> so, <laughs> And so I suggested some places that I knew that we could find some some cool reptiles and and not telling her that was my intentions, just being a young person without a lot of a lot of marital experience. <laughs> I, I I did it that way and, and we ended up going to uh the Redwoods in California, the Redwood Forest, and then driving up a uh, highway one into Oregon and then coming across the border of Washington and Oregon back to the east and, and I was looking for rubber boas and different uh different color phases and variances and rubber boas on the trip and and I was pretending to really enjoy the other sites which I, I honestly I did but my my mind set was let's find rubber boas and then Jenny would be pointing at the ocean <laughs> <laughs> there's no rubber boas in the ocean <laughs> so yeah, that was that was kind of funny. Uh, we spent a week or so uh, doing that that drive, and we stayed in some beautiful places and saw some beautiful scenery and really nice. Uh, since then, I've I've learned to balance my my desires with my wife's desires as well. <laughs> and, yeah. and your obligations and, and obligations, and yeah. yeah, I think that all comes with some maturity. And uh, yeah, we've been together, married for a long time, so. I must have figured something out or either that or she's just really easy going. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a little of both. (laughs) So uh, is that, was that your uh, perspective on your honeymoon too? Well, yeah, I didn't know it at the time that that was what was going on. But as we've been together for so long that a lot of the trips were, Hey, I'd like to go see this. Yeah. But there's no cool herps there, you know? (laughs) And so then we would have to compromise and okay, well, maybe we'll have to go a hundred miles out of the way this way, just so we can find something and then come back this way. But it's, it's worked out really well that we've been able to see a lot of really cool things and, and go a lot of cool places and, and been able to balance it all together. Yeah. And keep it going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So is the, the youngest one, is he into herps at all or what, what's his deal? I think he likes the, the attraction, but he's definitely not got the, whatever Brandon is and that I have. Mm-hmm. He, he thinks it's cool. He thinks it's cool. And he, and he likes to be together as a family. Yes. He's very, he loves to be together as a family. And because we do that a lot as a family, he enjoys that portion of it, but he doesn't enjoy hiking that much. And he hates road cruising. Sean and Brandon will go up and be hiking across the mountain and Devin will be downplaying in the sand at the bottom. Right. Or okay. the dirt at the bottom. So he, he, so he, he entertains himself. Yeah. Everybody finds her. Yeah, close. absolutely. He's not as interested in the critters as he is with the rocks or the dirt or 
you know, any of that stuff, creating things in the sand. That's more his thing. But we make it work with him. I mean, we. He gets sure. guided yeah, to go. He gets to he gets to do what he likes to do, and we still go. sure. Yeah. We took a fantastic trip to Florida a couple of years ago, and oh. and he, you know, I mean, we did beach, but we also did you know Everglades. wildlife preserves and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff. We did airboat ride through the Everglades and all that, and and he enjoyed it all. So he gets you know he gets out of it with a good yeah. family vacation type thing, and but then we also get to see a lot of cool stuff too. We've yeah. gotten better about balancing the do a little herping and a little other stuff too, just yeah. to just to make sure everybody's enjoying their time. Yeah. It all works out. It all works out. Moving forward, you guys want to go to Costa Rica, but there, is there other places you want to oh, and endless visit? for me? Yeah, same. Endless. I'd also like to herp a lot of the Asian jungles and stuff. Yeah. That would yeah. be fun. That would be a good time. Yeah, high on my list is Madagascar, if it's even oh, yeah. if it's even herpable, and you know when I eventually get there, that is that is very high on my list in the top. Costa Rica, of course, like you mentioned before, um, I'd like to get back to the Amazon and do the Amazon rainforest. Yeah, we have to mention that because it's a rule on this podcast that Peru has to come up some at yeah, some yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to go. To and it's also. it'd be hard not to bring it up if you've been there because it's fantastic. It's it's an experience and it's dreamlike and everything you you think it is, all the good things you think it is, it's better. I'm glad to hear you had a good time. I did. I mean, I already know you had a good I was, time. I was crippled on that trip a little bit. I had a back problem that I was dealing with. But in spite of all of that, it was just such a surreal experience. And you had an exploding camera. I did have a camera that blew up and then, yeah. It, it, would, smoke, it would smoke when you <laughs> spark when you took a picture. Correct. Yeah. Until it's no longer sparked or took pictures. <laughs> yeah. And then you were kind enough to let me borrow your, uh, your second camera and that one followed the same route and yeah, I don't died that. as well. <laughs> I don't know. The camera killer on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you'd like to go down there too, right? Yeah, I for sure yeah. would. How about you, Jenny? Oh yeah. Yeah. I would. And other than the spiders. That might be, <laughs> that might be. I it. like spiders. Well, I'd like, I'd like to but. tell you that, that uh, you won't see any, but that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a big Unless lie. Unless you keep your eyes closed the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's the line feels some, though. Yeah. Yeah. But you can avoid them. Yeah. No, they're they're not seeing them. Yeah. They're not super. They're not aggressive. They're just there. To experience it, I would definitely go. I, I wouldn't love the spiders, but I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know you want to go. Yeah, for sure. You're, you're nodding your head. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully you can do that, too. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, once again, this is not a commercial. <laughs> no, it was yeah, fantastic experience. Yeah. So desert and jungle and anywhere else, do you guys? Australia would be fantastic. I love yeah. Australia. Get a big pot of money. Yes, that's what it takes to go to Australia. <laughs> At least, yeah, for us. Yeah, it's a long ways away. I'd also like to do Morocco. That would be it. Oh, Morocco. Fantastic. Yeah, beautiful. Wonderful place. I'd like to go as well. Yeah. All the pictures I've seen are just fabulous. Yeah, they're awesome. All the horned, the horned vipers, they're awesome. Yeah. The Sarastis. Yeah. So you're already making your dream plans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I tell him he's better got to, he's got to get a good job. <laughs> all the dreams he has, hopefully that's enough to give him enough drive to find a job that can, he can experience that. those dreams because there's only so many more years I'm going to 
pay for his dreams. <laughs> and he's going to have to start paying for mine. <laughs> did you hear that? How yeah, about that? I heard is, this, it. is this new to you? You didn't, you didn't know this was coming, did you? He tells me this sometimes. Oh. <laughs> Just told me. Good. Fair warning, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. We've been to Yucatan. We've been to Guatemala, Mexico. And I can't remember where else I've been with you. Um, uh, Snake, you've come to Snake Road. Yeah, I did. Um, we've been in across the United States together many times. You went to Georgia and that trip in the panhandle with us, didn't you? No, I did not. Oh, you missed that one. Hmm. Yeah. I thought you were there. So we've been to Texas. You did Texas, South Texas with us. No, I didn't do that you one didn't, either. You didn't either, either one of them. No, you just you just think I was there. Man, <laughs> I just assume you're on all the trips that I go on. <laughs> No, you really did neither one of those. Huh? No, I was kind of busy. Okay. But I, I missed out on killer bees. and So we did the Baja Peninsula together before, yeah. before this time. And we've been to South Sonora a couple times together yeah. mm-hmm. in the Yucatan and California. We were Southern California together. Yeah, this, the, uh, the, the Southern California trip was interesting. It was. It was very snaky. We saw... A lot. And a lot of king snakes on that trip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Striped ones and banded ones and brown ones. And I was able to go out with some really cool Southern California herpers. And yeah, it was a good time. Got to meet a lot of cool people on that trip. So do you guys prefer spontaneous stuff or do you? I like it both. You like oh, yeah. We like both. I like both. We're really good with both. So you can jump in the car and go places. Absolutely. I know you guys go. It's harder now with kids. But when we were, before we had kids, we were married for eight years before we had Brandon. and He was our first. And that was the name of the game. Everything we did was spontaneous, very spontaneous. And then car seats came into play and diapers. And uh, you almost have to rent a trailer to pull behind your car to carry all the baby stuff. And, <laughs> and we're finally past that point with uh, with our youngest, with Devin. Um, so things, travels become much easier again. There was a period where every young parent experiences it's a chore to go to the store. Yeah, it's an expedition. <laughs> it is. And so it's tough, especially where we both like to travel, uh, me and Jenny like to travel together. A lot of times I had to travel solo on some of these type of trips and she, she took one for the team, team bought and stayed home and she watched the kids and did, did wonderful mother and wife and she let me experience things and and I really appreciate it for it um, and trying to make up for it now by, you know, bringing her along again. And it's gotten to be a lot easier. So good. I mean, you, you give up a lot when you have kids. It definitely. When, when yeah. it comes to, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, it's a good thing too, just to watch Brandon turn into, you know, the young man and Herper he's becoming, it makes a dad proud. Yeah. 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 In my eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's exciting to, just uh, watch him in action. He's, it is. He's really good uh, in the field. He hangs with the. He can uh, hang with the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's you know he's he's learned from you guys to. You can tell you know when he goes out and if there's a venomous snake there, he knows how to behave and to act and you know he's he's just yeah well, I think I think he's learned it well. Some of it I'll take credit for and some of it he kind of has done on his own. Yeah. So yeah, good job, Brandon. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> as far as venomous snakes go, Brandon, do you mm-hmm. uh, handle some, I would say, with a hook and you've moved yeah. some around with a hook and, and so yeah. on and so forth? And, and when you first did that, what was it like for you? All right. So 
The first time I actually used a hook on a venomous snake, I think was a few years ago in central or south central Arizona. Me and my dad were just, it was just me and him. We were driving through on some dirt roads and stuff. And I asked him if I could use the hook because we, we had just seen a Mojave and an Aatrox. And I was wondering if I could use it on the next venomous snake we saw. So he let me use it. And I didn't really know to hook the loops yet. So I was like hooking the neck where it was straight and it wasn't picking the snake up. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And then he taught me to use the loop. So the next one we saw, I used the loop of the snake and moved it off and got easier from there. Yeah. Snake would kind of form to the hook. Mm -hmm. He'd hook it in the right spot. Yeah. And I, knowing your dad, I know that, you know, he's firmly uh, prepared you for venomous snakes in terms of, you know, not letting your guard down. Yeah. And not making assumptions on their behavior. That's always a big one, right? Mm-hmm. It is. You can, yeah. you can handle 20 Western Diamondbacks in a row, and they may all behave a certain way, but that does not mean the next 21 one, yeah. will, will do that. So. Yeah, it doesn't mean that the next one is having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Treat them, you it's treat them. Having a bad day. With respect, every single one of them, like they, they can do a lot of damage. You understand what they can do, and you just do what you can to like, prevent prevent anything like that from happening like yeah within your power for sure yeah but it's still exciting right oh yeah for sure there's, there's <laughs> what, adrenaline what 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 was your what's your best rattlesnake story here mm. what if, what rattlesnake really got you best rattlesnake story i mean there is you found a lot on your own oh yeah i found a lot i've hiked up a lot on my own around your where you live everywhere and, and in arizona and california california and california yeah I mean, there was the one where your goal was to find a Ruber. Ruber, and yeah, and you yeah. found it yourself. Yeah, so we had just gotten back from a cruise in California, and I wanted to go find a Ruber because I had never seen one before. And so my dad took me one of the spots he went to when he was younger, like, well, 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he took me to one of those spots, and we got there. and we- I wasn't sure it was still going to be there. Yeah, he wasn't sure if it was still there, but it was there, and we... Hiked around for a couple hours. It got it was getting really hot. We found a rosy boa almost right out the gate. Yeah, and then after, so we hiked two different spots. The first spot we found the rosy, and we didn't find any ruber. So we drove down the road a while, and then there was another rocky hill, uh, rocky hillside that we were hiking up, and we we hiked. It was really it was getting really hot, like midday hot. It was February, but it was still super hot, and we were hiking up these rocks, getting pretty tired, about ready to probably go back. And we walked past this big rock, and my dad kept going. And I see out of the corner of my eye this, like, red coil sticking out of a rock. And it was this nice, really pretty ruber. And so it was sitting there, and we got it up for pictures. We put it on the rock and got some pictures of it. And it was weird. It turned purple. Almost. Yeah, they do. They change colors really yeah. fast. That snake didn't rattle or hiss, I don't think. No. No. It, it was, it was very calm. calm. So got some good pictures of that and put it, it right back, back under the rock. Yeah, it was very cool. And then we got to drive home. Cool. So that yeah. was the first one that you spotted? Yeah. First well, Ruber. the first Ruber. first Ruber. I've seen other rattlesnakes. He he's been spotting for a long time. Yeah. So you can probably talk. tell me off the top of the head how many species of rattlesnakes you've seen. Maybe. I, <laughs> I can tell, say quite a few, I think. You're racking up quite a few. Yeah. yeah. 
especially this past year, I've seen past year and a half, two years, I've seen a lot more than I ever have. Yeah. A lot more he found species. his own. He found his first Willard eye yeah, on his own. My first originals. Yeah. Turped it up all by himself. I was, I was searching and I'd lost sight of where he went and we were in the, in some mountains and, and all of a sudden I hear dad. I'm like, what? I got a Willard eye. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. So I go walking over there and sure enough, he, he had found one on his own. And yeah. That was pretty cool for him. And another exciting moment. Yeah. yeah. And then he found his, his own first uh, Lepidus. Yeah. You found two of them. I found two within a foot of each other. It was cool. A neonate and an adult male. Adult male. And then so I've gotten to the point where I, I call in the rattlesnake magnet. Yeah. Because if I, I can walk around and not see anything, but Brandon's finding them left and right. I'm like, I don't <laughs> know how he walks up on them, but he does. And so yeah. I've taken to following Brandon so that he can lead <laughs> me to them. And it, it works sometimes. It does work sometimes for sure. Yeah, on that Willard Eye story, so we went off the road and we parked where there was no road left. So we parked there, we got out, we got our stuff ready. We were just hiking through the woods. There was a lot of leaf litter everywhere. And we went hiking for a while and there was, this, there was a rocky hillside. My dad went and hiked up there for Lepidus. And then I was hiking down below for Willard Eye and there was this, there's just this one log just sitting there. It was charred from a fire. And I flipped the log and there's like a juvenile Willard eye coiled there. It was probably the size of 50 cent almost. Yeah. It was a cent piece. It was a little bigger than that. It was a little bigger than that. It was not much bigger than my camera lens. Yeah, it was about the size of your camera lens, which a little bigger than a silver dollar probably. Yeah. Coiled up. Coiled up. It was, it was a cool snake. I love those snakes. That's pretty cool. And so do you have, I'm sure you'd like to see all of the rattlesnakes. Of course. Yeah, of course. What's your, uh, I think you told me what your next goal, at least for North American rattlesnakes was. What's your In Utah, uh, I still need to see if, so I've seen prairie rattlesnakes in uh, Colorado, but I haven't seen them in Utah and there's in their little range there, but I want to see them and Hopis, I guess. Well, I guess they're not really a species anymore, but I want to see that phase too. <laughs> uh, yeah there's still a thing there's okay yeah okay we, we all believe in hopis mm-hmm. yes so. and you want to see timber I, I really want to see timber yeah yeah i also i really want to see also one of my next top ones would be probably mess sagas different kinds of mess sagas yeah mm-hmm. they are cool snakes mm-hmm well, you're going to have to come east, young man, to get some of that stuff. Yep. He's, he's seen them, but he doesn't remember them, so he doesn't count them because he was no. young. Yeah, I don't count the things I don't remember. He's seen, he's We've seen taken both him there. Desert, he just doesn't remember. Desert and Western. That's the sagas, but he doesn't remember them, so he doesn't count them. He doesn't have pictures of them himself on his own camera. So uh, it doesn't so count. He doesn't count, even though there's pictures of him on trips that have With pictures <laughs> of both Massasagas. He doesn't count them. I was young, so it doesn't count. Yeah. Well, so I, if he can't remember it, he doesn't count it. I don't blame him. Yeah, because it's, what's the memory of seeing it? If, yeah. Well, okay. no, you're right. All right, so you got your own rules already. Yeah. He does. He has his own rules. So you have a, do you keep a life list? Yeah, I have a paper where I mark, mark stuff off if I see him. Cool. I, I just have um, North American yeah, ones. Keeps a lot better field notes than I do. 
I'm kind of jealous because I wish that his age I was doing. He documents everything he sees. He documents, you know, the base Date, time, the date, time temperature. weather. Temperature, um, yeah. You know, sky East conditions. Course. Things like Area, road. Well, when you, when you pay attention to things like that, you start working out details of these animals. Yeah, you find patterns. Histories. Yeah, yeah, patterns. And, and you pay close attention to not just the animal, but the animal surroundings. Mm-hmm. That, you know, down the road, you develop a, a better idea of where to find them and how they live and so on and so forth. This makes you a better, better herper, better build herper anyway. Yeah, I remember last year, me and my mom, we we uh, went to a place that's pretty close to our house, 40 minutes away, drive. So you go up a canyon and you park and there's a trail and you hike the trail for pyros and lutosis and garter snakes is pretty much what's there. And you hike the trail, there's a bunch of talus slides. It's very cool. And I remember one time, it was just me and my mom and my brother, and there's a fence and I walked around the fence because there was some good looking habitat right there. And I had gotten over the fence, taken a couple steps, and there was this very cool looking lutosis. So there's a lutosis coiled up in between two rocks and the lutosis was very like silver. It was dark. It had black blotches and like dark gray body. And it was cool that day, which is probably it was, a lot of the reason why it was Yeah, it was dark. a cooler day. And so the, for our listening audience, what is lutosis? What are we talking about? A great basin rattlesnake. Uh, yeah. One of the more beautiful rattlesnakes. Yeah, uh, underrated. Underrated. And, and Jenny, do you, when you get out there with the, with the boys, do you handle anything or do you, what do you, what's, how does that work for you? I don't. I, I can spot them and tell them what it is, but I don't handle them. I let those guys do that. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But you can spot them too. So, yeah. yeah. She'll hold non-venomous stuff. Yeah. Well, she's smarter than the rest of them. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Not that we're holding venomous snakes. Well, no. no we, <laughs> with a hook. Yeah. She doesn't use a hook. She you got to clarify that. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get letters and email. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, yeah. No, and no, I like no. these guys take pictures. They've We've got enough pictures for you million, never have a million many. books. So, I, I don't take pictures. I like to look at them, but they I let them take the pictures and document it. So. Yeah. Cool. So let's see. I've covered what's going on with your jobs and your lives and your herbs. I think probably the next question that I, as a family, maybe you can answer for me is, is where, where do you see your, what do you see yourselves in 10 years? I mean, still going out together and I hope so. Just want to keep um, this thing rolling. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hope so. I hope Brandon still wants me to go harping with him in 10 years. Right now, I'm kind of his ticket, but I hope that when he can do it on his own, he still calls me up and says, Dad, you go harping with me. I will, of course. Well, I don't yeah. think he's going to forget. You guys right. facilitated for him yeah. and gave him all these great experiences. I don't think he will. I think he will. Sooner or later, he gets his own car and he's mobile and he can do his own trips. And when we have friends who have had their, their children grow up and get their cars and all of a sudden, they're gone for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, having these experiences on their own, so. right? Yeah, I imagine he'll have some of those, and that's cool. Yeah. yeah. What other interests do you have, Brandon, other than football? And uh, I like I like I listen to a lot of music like that. Yeah. And I sometimes take pictures of other stuff besides herbs too. So if I'm if I'm I also, correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but your old band turned you on to a bunch of interesting music. So yeah. 
Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we we have about the same music taste. Same music taste. Very similar. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we do a lot of concerts as a family too. Oh, well, that is something yeah. we do as a family. We, we do, do a lot of concerts. A lot of musical yeah. concerts. Music. Yeah. Devin is also interested in that. Yeah, he enjoys it as well. Yeah. yeah. He likes to be a part of it. He does. Right. Yeah. Tell me tell me where some concerts you've been to. You want me to say it? Yeah. Sure. What you say? What's your favorite concert you've been to? Probably my favorite concert was probably Slipknot uh, and Full Beat. And who else was on, on that? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there was Behemoth was the opening band. I remember that. But who, I don't remember who this. Oh, I don't remember who the next band was. There was four bands. Mm-hmm. He's been to Megadeth and Scorpions. and Yeah, that was a good concert. Oh, too. wow. So you guys are metal. You guys yeah. are pretty metal. We're metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we're like good with rock that. and rock we're and metal. metal. We like yeah, we like rock and metal and eighties metal and nineties metal and current metal, which there's not very much current metal, but what there is, I like a lot of it. Yeah. And you learn it being in the car or what Yeah. Yeah. He used to not like some of the stuff. He'd like, Dad, I don't like this, but now he's he likes it. And yeah, I used to I used to be more of just a Rock. He more of the pop rock than when he was younger, which is typical. Yeah, like, and we still like that stuff too. I do. Yeah. And every time I see you guys, you have cool T-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have so many concert T-shirts. <laughs> some of, some of the shirts I've been wearing are my dad's, though. Yeah, I've given him a lot of my old concert shirts that don't fit him anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some happened. I don't know why they don't fit me anymore. Makes no sense. They shrunk or something. Yeah, I think they shrunk a lot. <laughs> I have something to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Those shirts. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, I, I have to say, first of all, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. It's just fun to have a, uh, yet another conversation with what y'all are doing. And, um, it's very difficult to get these opportunities. We're, we're waiting around for a little while. We we're getting ready to head out and do some other cool stuff here, which I'm not going to get into, but <laughs> too bad. But uh, I'm not going to get into, but uh, it's rare for me to just have an opportunity to sit down with folks and be in the same room and, and be able to chat and find out more about what you're up to and what you've been and what your hopes and dreams are and all that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you coming on the show and talking about that. And I just enjoyed getting out in the field with y'all and getting to know you all uh, over the years and uh, hope to continue to do that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks Mike. Yeah. Thanks Mike. Yeah. Thanks Mike. It's been cool. That's it for episode 21. I want to thank Jenny and Sean and Brandon for coming on the show. I really enjoyed our conversation and I hope to see you all in the field again really soon. And uh, maybe I'll get to meet Devin, the youngest fought. And folks, don't forget your homework assignment. Send me your herp jargon. Send me all the cool words and phrases that you and your friends use, and we'll get a show put together on that topic. And as always, I want to thank everyone for the comments and suggestions and just the overall support for the show i got to tell you, I really appreciate it, and it keeps me going, and it keeps me talking down here in my basement. Just a couple more things before I go. You can find all of the recorded episodes and show notes at SoMuchPinkle.com, and you can join the So Much Pinkle Facebook group. 
You can also email me directly at so muchpingle at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, please take good care of yourselves and don't forget to hurt better. <laughs>